Well, hello there. We're glad you stopped by the Inside Deschutes County podcast. Eric Brion here. We hope you take a few moments and click those subscribe and download buttons. Wherever you might be and however you might be listening, we want to bring you the stories and people doing amazing work in our county. Be sure to catch us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find us on Deschutes.org slash podcast. Deschutes County is an amazing place to live. Back work and play. Great place to raise a family. I love the weather and the high desert. At Deschutes County, we provide excellent service. Oh, We're here to help you. Deschutes County is the heart of Oregon. Everyone wants to be here. This is episode eight of the Inside Deschutes County podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Lots happening around the county. So much to share with you. We're going to jump right in. Today, my guest is a person who has his finger on the biggest projects across the county. Lee Randall, the Deschutes County Facilities Director, is here. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I see you everywhere, and that just means to me you're a very important person. I don't know about important, <laughs> but I, I do get to uh, visit uh, all the departments across the county. Uh, lots going on yep. in the facilities world. So I have an admission to make. And I hope you can forgive me. Okay. Because when it was suggested to me to bring the facilities director on, I was like, what in the world are we going to talk about? But <laughs> well, you hadn't met me yet. To you make didn't this know interesting, about my, right? My winning personality. That's, that's, at that point. that's, uh, that's a big part of it. You're yeah. a funny guy. Um, but yeah, I was like, man, what, is, what are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about, you know, uh, plowing of sidewalks? What are we going to do here? And then I, you shared some really great information with me, and I appreciate that because now I kind of have a little bit better idea as to what's going on. And it's a lot of important things with big impact, not only for people who work in the county, but obviously people who use our services. What's the biggest thing right now that's probably, you know, has an impact going on right now? You know, I think the short answer is that um, it depends on which department you're in and which services you're seeking as a community member. Yeah. Um, but um, in terms of uh, impact in the downtown campus in Bend, um, the courthouse expansion is, is something that Huge. we're excited about. Um, it's been in the planning stages uh, in, in reality since 2003 when the existing expansion was completed. And so um, that's going to have a big impact on uh, downtown Bend. But across the county, you know, we have other projects in the works that we'll probably delve into, including uh, work in Redmond. Uh, it's been great to expand our campus uh, near the hospital and near St. Charles in, in Redmond. Um, and then we have some, you know, remodel projects uh, that are taking place in Sisters and um, South County and really across the county. And so... Um, as the facilities department, one of the great things is that we're countywide. Um, there's a great song called Nationwide, which I, I won't go into. The, I'll spare you the ZZ <laughs> Top uh, reference, yeah. but in facilities, um, you know, we're countywide. So um, we try to roll like that from time to time. Nice. I, I like the ZZ Top reference. That's Thanks. that's good. I'm glad you're not sporting the, the big long beard. Not today. To, not Wait to, till Halloween. Not till <laughs> All right. All right. I'll keep, I'll keep you to that. So let's talk about the courthouse expansion because I think that's on – we're getting close, right? I right. mean, this is around the corner. This is a $40-plus million project that's going to reshape downtown. 
to mm-hmm. a certain extent. I mean, it's it's going to that, that wall Greenwood area. This this courthouse expansion, it's going to bring it all the way out to Greenwood, right? Correct. We'll be near the property lines along Greenwood and Bond Street, um, and we've got you know still a lot of planning work to go in. Uh, to uh, to the project in order to get started, but um, we're targeting uh, early winter um, to be able to break ground. So early that cl- that quickly? Yeah. So we're in in four to six months. I say quickly. It's been twenty right. years in the making. Correct. Um, but when you get down to the last uh, you know few months, it seems really quick. So so what's the first step in all of this? Because you know, um, I mean, is it just going to be digging up? Earth, what's the what's what can people look for as hey this is underway? Yeah, there will be some uh, demolition of existing parts of the existing building. Uh, we have another building on the site that we're still working through the disposition of that to um, to get to the point where it could be removed and be able to prep the site uh, for the project. Um, and then moving forward, you'll see you know the typical kinds of work that you see on a on a fairly large commercial project, which is the the groundwork excavation, um, and then by this time next year, hopefully, we'll be uh, seeing things come out of the ground. So it's expansion, mm-hmm. and also remodel. And what are we getting? What are we getting out of that? Is it is it what number of courthouses? What's mm-hmm. the obviously we we've got the people. We need room for them, right? right? Yeah, and and to the credit of the state circuit court staff currently, they're really squeezed in there. And so they're ready for some more space and and we're looking forward to being able to provide that. But in terms of the big picture of the scope, um, a little over 50,000 square feet total in the expansion portion of the work. Um, That includes a basement secure parking, uh, first floor for administrative space, um, a second floor with a courtroom set and then a third floor that currently is proposed to be shelled out. And then in the future, um, another courtroom set would be replicated directly above the the one below. So what about impacts to the current buildings? Mm -hmm. So this is pretty much from my understanding, and correct, please correct me if I'm wrong. This is basically the third expansion of the courthouse. Second, well, third Depending on how you count it. So, uh, yeah, if we go back in history a little ways, uh, in 1940, the original courthouse was built. In uh, 1977, um, a building was built with a connection via a, a breezeway. Um, and that building had uh, the county jail in the basement. And the bulk of today's building is still that same structure. And then in 2003, we expanded again um, and by about 10,000 square feet with two additional uh courtrooms and some mechanical space. So this will be hopefully the expansion for the next 25 to 30 years and maybe longer if we can if we can um, build into it that flex space that, that'll be needed. I've got to ask, what's in the basement now where the where the jail was? So, so the fun part of that is that was... There's got to the be some first, stories there. I, there are, um, not all of which I would probably share on a podcast. But um, the, uh, the the cool thing is when I started in 2012, that was one of my first projects was uh, converting the original 1977 jail to usable space. And um, we we removed 80,000 pounds of, of CMU block, of masonry block, and 20,000 pounds of steel in taking apart uh, those cells and the original jail structure in the basement. 
um, I remember walking into the basement with the maintenance supervisor at the time, and I'd never been in a functioning jail before. And all of the cells were full of file cabinets and shelves, and all of the, the files for the state courts were stored in there. And the and the jail cells were all open. And so we're coming and going. And I said to him, I said, hey, do these things still work? And he's like, oh, no, I'm sure it was disconnected, you know, when they moved out. So we went into the control room and started pushing buttons. And sure enough, it all still worked. Oh, it did. The power was to the control room. Um, the door, you know, the, the jail cell doors hadn't been maintained in, you know, 20 years. But it worked. And um, so that was pretty fascinating. You've got to be kidding me. No, it was. So it was never truly decommissioned. Um, And then, you know, a year or so later, we went through and started demoing all of those cells. And today, if you go to uh, jury duty, the the jury assembly room is where the jail was at one time. There's some other offices and restrooms and storage. So uh, that was a real cool introduction to the county for me uh, as uh, I was working in the role of project coordinator at the time. Yeah, you probably have some interesting stories of the the old buildings across the county and the courthouse and, you know, just kind of all of the these spaces that used to be things a long time ago and now they're being, you know, transitioned into something else and very, very cool. Um, you talked a little bit about the North Campus mm-hmm. and Redmond over off of Kingwood, right, over by the hospital. Yeah big project there, right? Yeah. And, and again, it's interesting. I, I always like to think about how these things develop over time. And um, again, going back 10 to 15 years, there was a push to have a, a, a larger uh, county campus in Redmond that could serve North County residents. And um, there were a lot of plans on the table and a lot of them never really came to fruition. And uh, we ended up kind of developing a building here, a building there. And um, but as we identified present day, the need for additional uh, space for county programs, um, we began looking again. And we're really fortunate to find two buildings near the hospital that share a parking lot. Um, Our property manager, uh, Christy Bollinger, did a great job in working through the acquisition of those project or of those properties. And um, here we are. A uh, year and a half later or longer, and and uh, we've opened 244 Kingwood, and Behavioral Health is operating out of that building. Uh, and then uh, 236 Kingwood, we expect will be operational in November um, with some additional work uh, continuing for our new 911 backup dispatch center. And so public health will be in the first floor, uh, along with offices for veteran services and the clerk's office um, and some other shared space on the first floor of that building. Um, so that's been an uh, exciting project to see come together over the last year. Yeah, kudos to you and your team and the, the, the folks at Health Services who also helped. I've seen the 244 Kingwood building. Yep. It's beautiful. Yeah. So congratulations on that because oh, it you. just it, it's it's nice to walk in and it's welcoming. It's you you just know exactly where to go. You there's the partnership with Mosaic. You know exactly where to go with that and uh, just excellent job on that. It's it's exciting to see how that whole area is kind of now coming together. Yeah, and that's the fun thing about my job is um, I get to come and talk about it. But all the work got done by 
folks in the facilities department and the health department, um, the planning that went into it, the design team, the contractor, um, and my part's really small, but I get to go celebrate it <laughs> with and talk about it in business meetings or board meetings and and uh, and uh, other functions. But it's all the folks that work on it every day, leading up to it, work on it to get it done, um, and then I have a small piece of that. So yeah. It's, so it's I was nice. going to ask you what the what your most favorite part of this job is, because it's, it's, it seems to me it's divided up in a couple of different ways. One, you've got these big projects, which impact county employees, but those impact county services, which impacts the public, mm-hmm. but then you have the planning, the organization, the, you know, the, maybe the politics of it all, and, you know, the money, balancing all of that. What, what's, and then you've got the completion, of yeah. the work that's done, I would imagine that's the best part. But yeah. I mean, along the way, what is the what's the thing that really gets you? I thought you were going to give me the hard questions up, you know, beforehand, so I didn't have to think. <laughs> well, about Well, you know, I weave those in as we go. Um, you know, I, I, my background was in big box retail construction, um, and as a superintendent, and when I had the opportunity in the middle of the recession, obviously um, construction had really slowed. Um, at the time when I came to the county. And one thing that attracted me coming to the county was to be able to support uh, through projects, through construction, which was my background, uh, to be able to support stuff that provided services to the community and the folks around me. Something other than, as I used to put it, just selling widgets. Um, when you're when you're in retail construction, that's the push. We gotta get doors open uh, so that sales can happen. Um, and as I got to know people around the county um, and got to see all the great work that behavioral health does, health services does, our law enforcement partners, the sheriff's office, um, community development, veteran services, the coolest thing about my job is I get to learn what they do, um, see the impact that they have on the community because if we're going to do a remodel or or provide maintenance services or custodial services, we need to understand what they need. Um, and so the most exciting thing has been um, learning what everyone else does and having just enough knowledge about what they do to be able to provide the kind of environment, the built environment um, that they need to help them do their job. And so um, on any given day, I could be see at the stabilization center, um, then be looking at upgrades and working on something related to the jail or parole and probation. Um, so uh, the variety and then getting to see the great work that other people do that we have a small part in supporting. Um, and, uh, and what's interesting is uh, just yesterday in talking to some of the newer employees in our department, um, that came up from them is that uh, coming from wherever they'd been previously, uh, the variety that they get to see in their work here is great. And, and then uh, much to our, our maintenance team's chagrin, I love hopping in a plow truck when I can really? get away with it. Okay. So um, most of the time they're like, this we really don't need your help. Um, 
And I'll be like, you sure that we don't need a plow on Saturday? I'm thinking snow is coming in Sunday night. I'd love to come out on a weekend and, and help move some snow. So if the sidewalk plow lines are a little off, you know, kind of zigzaggy through the parking lot, we know it was Exactly. You on if the... the quality isn't quite there, you're like, uh-oh, the director got, okay. got in a okay. truck this Okay, leak up behind the wheel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, you bring that up, and it's uh, just an incredible testament to your team because – when I came, I've been here going on two years now, and and when I came here, I was thoroughly impressed with the grounds of county campuses, mm-hmm. which is important not only for you know safety and those kinds of accessibility and all you know those requirements, but for people to come and be able to use our buildings and our services and access our people. That's an important part of it too. And you guys, your your team does such a great job with that. How, how do you manage all that? Because there's a lot to it. There really is. And um, it it starts with, uh, with um, prioritizing it and, um, and getting the support um, from the budget committee, from administration, that these are areas that are going to cost some money. And, and, um, and once you commit to a certain level of um, appearance or level of quality of care, um, and you can get folks behind that, um, then it becomes uh, you, you start to see the benefit of that um, when people come to our campus. Uh, but it our grounds. Um, I'm really proud of the work that our team does, and to be honest, we get a lot of compliments on it. But it all started with prioritizing it and deciding that um, it's going to cost a little more money. Um, it's going to take more time and more um, more effort up front. Um, but it's a priority. And, and I think um, hopefully we'll continue to be known for that um, and we'll continue to prioritize it. Uh, but um, it sort of um, – it begins to – I can't think of the word, but it um, – once you commit to something like that, it becomes sort of self-supporting uh, in that, um, you know, when you get compliments for the work that, you d- that you've done, then it makes you want to do uh, that much better of a job and to continue it. And, and then it also um, helps uh, create the support that you need from at the budget level uh, and elsewhere to commit the staffing that it takes and, and the cost uh, for materials and equipment. Yeah, I think it has a snowball effect, right? I yep. mean, so when when it is prioritized, then all of a sudden the employees who come take care of the facilities, you know, they're not hard on it. It's Things tend to be a little bit cleaner, yeah. you know, the, the, the trash is picked up in the parking lot, you know, because yeah. you care about the place that you work and and obviously want that to translate to the people who come and get receive our services as well. Yeah, and for me what's been cool is – it's not something that I kicked off. We inherited it. You know, it predates me. Um, there's been a commitment to the grounds here at Deschutes County going back probably 40 or 50 years. Um, when you look at the plantings that were put in place, and then uh, I mentioned the, the previous maintenance supervisor, um, it, was a, it was a priority for him. It was a priority for the previous director, um, and it's something we've tried to carry on. Super cool. Super cool. You mentioned adult parole and probation, and you and I ran into each other at a gathering just recently. We just keep bumping into each other. We've run into the fair. We've run into each other. People might get the wrong idea here pretty quick. Um, The 
they just had a huge project too. Yeah. And uh, I know that they're incredibly proud and happy and and uh, just grateful of the work that was done. Can you talk about that project a little bit and then maybe evolve that discussion into that's a, a pu- there's a public safety effort going right. on in general, right? So, yeah. so maybe you can explain both of those things. Sure. Um, the project you're mentioning is the parole and probation uh, expansion, and it allowed uh, community justice and, and PNP um, within the community justice department to consolidate their operations uh, in Bend. They'd been operating out of two different buildings. And when uh, at the grand opening where we bumped into each other, uh, I had brought along with me uh, a memo that Ken Hales, the, the previous director who retired midway through this project, um, had written in June of 2017 uh, to Eric Kropp and I uh, talking about the need to consolidate operations and to expand uh, the main flagship PMP building. Um, and here we are six years later, and with support from the board, from uh, the staff at PMP, um, it came together. But it was a tough one to finally, um, you know, get across the, the finish line or, or in some ways to get started. And I remember doing a presentation on the public safety campus plan um, to PMP officers. And I, if any of you are listening to this, um, which we'll see if you do or not, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope they are. <laughs> I, it would be interesting to, to hear their take on how that presentation went. But um, there were a lot of dominoes that had to fall early on. And we ended up uh, putting in some modular trailers for PMP staff to operate out of. And it was not ideal. And I remember standing up in front of them and, and basically putting my reputation on the line and saying, if you guys will trust me on this, we're going to get this project done and it's going to happen. And um, and I got some pointed questions, which were very fair, that, hey, if we move into modulars, are, is that where we're going to be, you know, indefinitely? Are we really going to come through? Is the funding going to be there? Is the project uh, going to see a completion date? Um, and we got there. But along the way, when folks were moved into those modular structures, we did have some uh, some road bumps and some some pauses. Um, and I remember standing in front of them and saying, we're going to get this done, trust me. And when we hit those bumps, I remember thinking, oh, man, um, I, uh, I, I told those folks we'd get this done. And it, there were times when I had my own doubts <laughs> that we were going to cross the finish line. So I think that made that project especially... Um, exciting to to finish. Uh, Before you get into the public safety campus part of that question, how do you get through the bumps? Because, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, there have got to be a million reasons why a project gets slowed down, stopped, whatever, whether it's money, whether it's resources, inflation, you know, I mean, just all of the things that, you know, Where's the lumber coming from? Right. You know, I mean, all the things. How, how do you navigate those and just not want to pull the rest of your well, hair Well, usually out? it's by looking back the rest of my hair, right? There's very little <laughs> left, you've probably noticed. Um, I think usually by looking back to something that was even harder that we'd managed to get through. <laughs> so um, I, I think it builds upon itself. And 
the great thing to know and one of the great things about working at the county is it, it's never just me and, I'm, and none of us are on our own. And so any of those challenges that we encounter, usually there's a huddle and, you know, including uh, the department head, the partners, the managers that may be involved in the project, um, our county administrator, our uh, deputy county administrator, uh, Whitney Hale, who I report to now and previously Eric crop uh, and so any of those challenges that we got through really wasn't because of anything that that I spearheaded there's um, the, you know we would get together talk about it and and figure out a way to either change course adapt um, and or come up with a new plan um, and sometimes those are permitting challenges they may be design challenges that are inherent to the site um, it could be things with material supplies, and um, it, it just seems like we always manage to find a way. And that's really how you know most businesses operate. They, they come up against um, either hard times or difficult challenges, and everybody gets together and finds a way through. By the way, I'm a little follically challenged, too, so that was not intended <laughs> as a comment towards you, per se. But <laughs> anyway, uh, talk to us a little bit about the public safety campus, because that's a big one on your plate right now. Yeah, we're um, we're putting the, the finishing touches on our 2023 update uh, to the, the plan, the public safety campus plan. And uh, the campus itself is uh, 27 acres or so on the north end of Bend. Um, and we have six partners there. And in uh, 2017, um, starting with, you know, that memo I mentioned from Ken Hales, and then as well as other departments, there were, it became apparent that um, most of our stakeholders um, had needs uh, in terms of either expanding or, or adapting buildings because of changing operations. And uh, so we started that process there. There were five projects that came out of the 2018 plan, what became the 2018 plan, uh, the Stabilization Center, uh, PMP expansion, the Community Justice uh, Community Service Building, um, some parking lot projects uh, in the juvenile uh, remodel of the juvenile community justice building. And um, I'm hoping I'm not missing one. Uh, along the way, we, we uh, worked on a remodel in the sheriff's office that made some improvements to the second floor administration area there as well. Um, but um, that was really outside of the public safety campus plan. Um, so we had these near-term projects at the time. Um, there was... Uh, our goal was to make sure that whatever projects we did in the near term weren't going to hamper the long-term needs of a particular partner or stakeholder on the campus. And so the first plan was really exclusionary. The idea was um, let's identify what we need, let's identify as many shared needs as possible so that we're um, efficiently using the resources that we have and that we're doing the best with what remaining open space we have to build on. Um, and uh, so as we come out of those projects now, uh, PNP has been completed, the parking lot upgrades are done, Stabilization Center was the first project, um, and we're, uh, the Community Justice Service Building uh, was, was a great opportunity for those programs um, to have a dedicated space. And, and the final piece of that puzzle is the remodel to the Juvenile Community Justice Center um, to create some more usable space for the folks in that, in, um, in that department. Uh, that's a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. And coming out of that, now we're the projects that were the midterm projects. 
um, in 2018 are now the near-term projects. And so we went out uh, for uh, a design team or uh, RFP for design services um, and got that team on board. We began over a year ago with a two-pronged approach, one to update the plan for the whole campus and then to work up through schematic design on sheriff's office specific projects um, for space needs in the jail and in the administration building and other areas that were identified really in 2018, but had been set aside while we worked on those other projects. Um, so now uh, we have uh, gotten through uh, the majority of the master planning portion, um, the majority of the programming and conceptual design for the Sheriff's Office projects. Uh, we'll be uh, putting a bow on that and presenting that to the board in the next few months and moving forward uh, to schematic design on some improvements to the jail. Uh, so um, back to the variety of my job, that's, it's uh, just in the public safety campus, you know, our departments had the opportunity to work on um, one of the premier um, crisis stabilization centers uh, really in the country and, and especially in Oregon um, that is uh, operated by an outstanding behavioral health team um, as well as working with the same law enforcement folks that they partner with every day um, in the jail. And, uh, and then along the way, we've remodeled, you know, the HR department here in this building. And, That's right. Um, That's right. And a few Just other things. Yeah. So, um, again, it's a, it's a great place to work and a great job to have and, um, and the teammates and the other folks that, that uh, we get to work with. Well, before we wrap this up, I have one final question. And you may or may not be able to answer it, but what else is on the horizon that we haven't talked about or maybe something that you would hope to tackle? You know, is it, I don't know, is it something at the fairgrounds? Is it something, you know, is there something out there that just you were hoping to get your hands on and really, you know, kind of Can I give more than one answer? Uh, If it's quick. It will be quick. (laughs) So the quick answer is uh, planning for other departments. You know, we're planning on the public safety campus. Um, there are a lot of other departments across the county where we need to plan for future space needs. Um, and then uh, to a specific project, we have a planning grant for a really cool resilience project at the fairgrounds uh, that could involve uh, solar uh, solar power, battery storage, uh, potable water, and uh, some backup infrastructure um, for emergency management. So that's an exciting one, and we're hoping to partner with some other local agencies on that. Good stuff. This was fun. Yeah. I can't believe I was, you know, I stayed up all night. I practiced in the mirror, and then I find <laughs> out there's no video. No so. video. No video. We don't want to scare people. We're yeah. just, this is an audio only at this point. That's good. It stays yeah. that way. I, I guess I should have known what podcast meant. <laughs> uh, great information, Lee. Lee yeah, Randall, thank you. Facilities Director, Deschutes County. Thank Thanks, you for Eric. being here. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a question about this podcast or questions for Lee or ideas for future podcasts, you can email me at info at Deschutes.org. And remember to subscribe to the Inside Deschutes County podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Drop us a review. Drop us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. But until then, be safe out there.